live. All right, welcome to Cash Daddies. We're banking fatties. That's what we're Thank doing you. here. We're banking those fatties. Episode number four. One month in to this incredible uh, experiment, and uh, it just seems to be raining dollar bills, y'all. Uh, joining me as always is my co-host. To know him is to love him. He just figured out how a microphone works. Fucking my good friend and yours. How we doing? Yeah, what's going on? Nada, dude. It's been a fun week, everybody. And on the ones and twos, he is this the sex object. He's the uh, heartthrob of the show. He still has hope in his eyes, everybody. Please welcome Evan Hand, everybody. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Have you gotten any pussy from saying you're on the show yet? No pussy yet. I'm waiting for it. it it's coming. It's gonna, <laughs> not going to be the best, but it's going to be free. I'll tell you that right that's now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then on the bottom, major announcement. After his last appearance, uh, we made some executive or decisions here. I talked to uh, the people in my head. I talked to uh, Howie Dewey. We decided to the now joining us on a permanent basis, the man, the myth, 11. You guys loved him last year. You loved his Coke energy. And we decided hey, we're going to keep him here until his heart explodes. Please welcome a permanent host now of Cash Daddies. Chris Neff, everybody. How are you, Chris? I'm amazing. When do I get fucking hazed? <laughs> You're in, dude. You're in, guys. Right. Uh, after the last show, the response was great. I decided, hey, man, let's let Chris in. Be, I mean, I'm going to be honest. With you, half of this is to stop him from blowing his brains out. Either way, let's right. keep him here on a weekly basis, okay? And uh, I just got to tell you, uh, I put a text thread together, and I don't know. Uh, I put a text right together. And if for some of you young guys, you might not have heard of the uh, Smash Brothers. Okay, they are, that's a baseball term. And then in basketball, there was the uh, Splash Brothers. Well, uh, we got on Cash Daddies, we have our own brothers. They're called the Ass to Ass Brothers. That's who they are. Chris Neff and Howie Dewey, they're in love with each other. Power of bottoms, and it feels so good uh, here on Tim, here on Cash Daddies. I'm so excited for you guys. The Ass to Ass Brothers. That's who you guys are. You guys are in love with each other. You're Ass not squared. You're not far from it. We've been on the phone with each other for what six days straight, nonstop, <laughs> trading this fucking roller coaster. That is a lot of trading, a lot of trading. Hey, real quick, Chris, before we get into it, tell us what yep. it feels like to this big, probably the biggest moment ever in your life. Just let us know how, how it's, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> you bring me up the first show, I say GameStop's gonna moan. Trust me, if any of your fucking listeners listen to 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 me. They're, they're set for life. Yeah. So it's only going to get worse. <laughs> it's not going to get any fucking better. We need that attitude, dude. We yeah. need that attitude. So I'm super happy you're on, Chris. You're one of my good friends for a long time. So we're glad you're here, dude. We're glad we're here. Thanks for having me. Evan, have you got any pussy from saying you know Chris Neff yet? Zero pussy. I'm None. sure I'll get tons. Try out there. Try out there. I got to put, put it on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, take a picture of a horse tooth. I'm a very uh, also joining us our guest of the week, man. Uh, he is the Liberty Advisor. You've heard him on the Union of the Unwanted. He has been on um, my other podcast, which is called Tim Foil Hat. 
Uh, he has given me some advi- uh, financial advice and I've really enjoyed it. So I'm excited to have him here. He is a Liberty Liberty advisor. Please welcome Tim Pachout, everybody. Did I get close? Pachout, Pachout? Absolutely nailed it. Nailed it. So. Bam! Bam! That's the hardest part of the show for me. Tim, welcome to the show, man. Man, I, I love, yeah, I love Tim Full Hat. I love the first two shows I've heard of Cash Daddy so far and happy to be on very excited uh real quick before we get into chris neff's fucking home run trot can you tell us a little bit about liberty advisor everybody tell our listeners about liberty advisor yeah i'm a a financial advisor that actually started the day lehman brothers crashed in 2008 and basically i got red pilled right out of the gates and i was on the class that won the national competition on the federal reserve and one day this guy who looks like Rob Zombie tells me the Federal Reserve is private. And I'm like, dude, you're full of shit. There's no way it's private. And next thing I know, I'm down the rabbit hole and reading G.O.R. Griffin's Creature from Jekyll Island and realized the whole thing's a big scam and fraud. And and uh, yeah, then started learning about, you know, ending the Federal Reserve and then learning about crypto and then got you know censored off Facebook and started trying to find ways to help uh, mitigate that, which is what brought me to the blockchain and cryptocurrencies. And so, yeah, just super happy to be here. And I'm like the red pilled financial advisor guy i guess who's uh, love it you're in the right place we have no red pills but a couple of us have a couple white eight balls if you know what i'm talking about or some blue uh some some uh blue pills blue shoes no. yeah dude Be- I saw blue- xg's i saw xg's uh instagram and it was he was asking people you know is it okay to take the white stuff with the blue stuff and had a, a, a poll on there so hey can you do that chris can you do boner pills while you're gacked down cocaine yeah they cancel each other out but okay. I, we're, I already thought we covered this. We're not doing cocaine until they split the blenders up because <laughs> I'm not fucking going out on fentanyl because somebody doesn't have fucking counter space to make two different drugs. <laughs> By the way, I am working on a how to make money in drugs episode. That is going to happen. So just know, hey, dude, we want to do above the board, but Cash Daddy's ain't afraid to go below the board too, dude. Hey, we'll go black market like a motherfucker. We ain't Same. afraid. Sam, whatever happened to the pills that were supposed to get you high and hard at the same time? Remember, you said you're you're trying to work. I'm on that. working on it, dude. Yeah. I think that's the future. That's a billion like, dollars, a billion dollar idea, right there. Cannabis boner pills, bro. That'd be the best. That'd be, dude. You know, Wall Street bets would love that fucking stock. Hey, Chris. Uh, half the comments uh, on the YouTube was this podcast called this. They called it, man. They were telling everybody about it, so. Well, they're, they're right. You listen yeah. to me, right? So you're like sitting on the biggest fucking stack of money. In well, the world, Chris, right? this is your first episode as co-host. This is my last episode because I made so much money. <laughs> I'm fucking out, dude. I don't even need to work anymore. Uh, Chris, have you gotten your money from Howie yet? Has he Venmoed it to you, paypal Have you gotten your hundo from the Jets fan? <laughs> Man, bad year for Jets fan, huh? I haven't even asked Howie. I know he's a man of his word, but Howie and I still have positions in this fucking bitch stock from hell. So there's a time and a place for everything. Normally I would say pay up, but he and I are on the same ride and I don't want to jinx anything. The ass to ass brothers, dude. They're all about that love. Howie, uh, good week for you, bad week for you. What what was going on with you? This was a roller coaster. Oh man, my my week was like a like a seventh grade kid's dick. It was just <laughs> up and down every fucking fifteen seconds. Um, oh, okay. I literally 
I, I'm not kidding. I'm shy. I haven't slept in a week. I, uh, I, I, I made a move. I made a nice move two days ago where I bought Chris's stock GameStop at 88. It went to a hundred, sold it. I'm like, you know, honey made some good moves, made some nice money today. And then the very next day it went from a hundred to 300. And I was literally out in the street trying to tackle a fucking taxi. But for the record, I sold at 78. All right. I thought it was going to be done at 150 and I only sold two thirds. And then the next day I sold everything I had at 115. So I don't feel bad, Howie. I missed it. too. I had PTSD from like 2008, just (laughs) buying and selling. I started seeing stars and I thought there was a hooker in the kitchen. Fucking. Howie, do you sell early? You seem to, that seems to be a theme. I've heard you've sold a little early on a couple stocks that literally that is a theme. That is me fucking Howie sell too early. Uh, (laughs) You know, years ago I had somebody kick at my head that, Hey, look, man, a profit's a profit. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. So that's my philosophy. And it's why my uh, asshole's a little bit wider than most right now. Dude, so much uh, GameStop, fuck, so much uh, Wall Street bet action in that ass. He had to had a carpool lane to handle all the fucking traffic. Am I right, everybody? Come on, that's a good joke. Stop. I, why did I get nothing on that? I got nothing on that. Tim, you were on the outside. Uh, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Because something very interesting happened. You want to talk some red pill stuff. We've seen the halting of this stock over and over and over again to the point that, you know, something that Chris told me very early is that these young kids want to fucking bankrupt these, these whales and these whales start freaking out. And they, I think they completely manipulated the market. You think WSB did? No, I think, I think they, that they were fucking with these these hedge fund guys so much that they stepped in and they halted everything so they didn't lose their shirts. Am but I yeah, wrong? It's, it, it's a complete bullshit. I do want to say that I found out about Wall Street bets from listening to the second or third Cash Jaddies episode. And so yeah. I learned, so as a financial advisor, I, you guys are teaching me new stuff from 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 your show. So thank you for that. But uh, the thing is, it's called Robin Hood. Robin Hood was, you know, stealing from the rich to give to the poor. And here's the small guy taking from the big guy. And then they stop it. Which, like, do you guys not know what your name fucking means? Like Robin Hood? under our nose this whole And then also... Then also, I mean, take a look at, you know, who Robinhood does. I think a lot of their trading gets funneled through Citadel. And it was Citadel was the one that then bailed out or tried to bail out this Melvin Capital. And so then, you know, they're literally saying like, hey, let's. And and the rumor is from things I've read in Zero Hedge and some other blogs is that basically they were able to get, they being Melvin Capital and the hedge funds were able to reload short positions while everything else was closed and completely fucking manipulate everything. And it pisses me off that there's no reason in a free market if... All this information is out there. It's all public. Anybody can go on Wall Street Bets. Anybody can do this. But now, personally, I think GameStop, long run, it's probably a bad move to buy it long run as a long run buy and hold. You know, it's 10 years from now, it's probably not going to be around. But people should have the ability to do whatever they want to do in financial markets, whether now people should be, you should be educated in what you're doing and not risk at all. But, you know, it's not my problem that these hedge funds didn't buy, you know, out of the money call options, AKA, I mean, a call options, a right to purchase a stock. And so they could have spent a tiny, tiny percentage of their money to protect their ass completely. And a hedge fund, that's what hedge funds are supposed to do. They're supposed to hedge. So it's not my fault that hedge funds were speculating and then they got railroaded. I mean, 
it's just complete bullshit what was going on with you know halting the stop and Robin Hood and TD Ameritrade doing some stuff, stopping different options and things like that. Unbelievable! It's unbelievable. Well, Tim, Tim, let me ask you a question, Tim, because uh, I listened to this. The uh, CEO of Robin Hood tonight, this dick fuck, came on CNBC <laughs> and for fucking ten minutes did not answer one question and basically sat there like you know somebody had a gun to his head. But here's my question. You can be the next Federal Reserve chairperson then. You know, yeah, yeah talking about answering the perfect. questions. But here's my question. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, uh, GameStop, along with all these other stocks, set records for volume. On Wednesday, GameStop did almost 200 million shares in volume. He didn't stop any trade Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. He <laughs> waited till today where they did no volume. 50 million shares, and all of a sudden, this guy's like, hey, man, things are getting too crazy. We got to shut people down to say this fucking asshole came out and said he did it to save the traders. We want to save the normal retail guy from, can you imagine that shit? That guy should be locked up it's tonight. It's so stupid. That it's guy's stupid. got a suitcase of money in his fucking trunk right now. Absolutely. There's no, Absolutely. There's no way sure. this is on the line. Or they got the video of him diddling that seven seventh graders dick that how he was just referring to earlier you know what i'm saying like girl just, or guy. Alleged, allegedly 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 <laughs> no man and, and, and you know earlier today this is our up here Ellie. they had those two uh what are the, the winkle fuck twins <laughs> from california they had those two guys on and and those guys were hitting at it they were like well you know, uh, somebody made a call. Somebody yeah. made the call to Robin. But they weren't Hood. having it on Squawk Street. No, no. You hear them call them out? They, they called them out. The, the two yeah. Winkle Dick twins literally called them out and said, this whole thing is shady as shit. Somebody said, somebody called to Robin Hood. Somebody got paid off is basically what they were saying. And there's oh. no doubt. Allegedly. Yeah, but of course, the media immediately said, uh, do you have any proof of that? How could that possibly be? And you know, that's impossible. And it's like, I love that dude. That is the news thing. what do you want to say, Evan? Allegedly uh, Citadel handles 60% of Robin hoods trades. Yeah, they do. So that they're investors, they invest in the company. I mean, how the fuck do you halt American airlines? You couldn't go buy fucking American airlines today. Think about that one. That's not a tech stock. It's a fucking jet. You couldn't buy it today. Did anything else get uh, non able to sell? Was AMC in that group? Oh, was- yeah, 13 yeah. stocks. 13. AMC, oh, see, I didn't hear that. AMC, Express, Naked, GameStop, Black- Blackberry. Yeah, Black- AMC, way- which I'm still holding. Yeah, I've got puts on AMC. But Evan, don't you have some shares of Express? Yeah, I sold my Express when I was uh, when I was down big. I just when it was on the elevator Express to hell. Yep. But I, I stayed, uh, I'm holding, I'm holding naked. That thing's coming back, and I just uh, put some in Dogecoin. What exactly is naked? Uh, what's that stock of? It's just like fucking a fucking OnlyFans. What is it? It's like a clothing brand, but it was at four, 40 cents last week or something like that. And now it's at 170. Jesus. Nice. Yeah. Jesus. A decent game. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, but you know, last week, uh, Chris really got me into the whole. Re- I started reading the boards and and I came up with it. Sam will love this shit. I came up with a, a major conspiracy theory last night, which I truly believe in. Some of these guys that Chris mentions, they have these funky names. Uh, I don't know, value guy or deep, deep value. fucking value. He's the guy that started everything. And they'll deep show these guys value. will show their accounts of millions of dollars. Like, look how much we've made. And I told Chris last night, I said, 
the bottom line is uh, Deep Value is a 22-year-old intern working for a fucking major hedge fund that's coming in here and telling everybody and their mother what to buy, back up the truck. It's not, not on CNBC. They it's said not the same out thing? of the realm of possibility. I mean, it would be the ultimate long con to have a plant inside Wall Street bets and all these, these brokers, these, these big businesses, these money holders were going long and you know shifting the narrative. But there is going to be so. an investigation. There's no way somebody's not getting popped. Uh, oh, whether it's, whether it's, whether it's popped. the Citadel Robin Hood collusion or whether it's the insider that was the wolf in sheep's clothing on Reddit, something's going to come out. This story is just... Oh, just do you fun. really believe that, Chris? Because I know this isn't Tim Fall Hat. That's a different I know. show. And I would never uh, do that. But how he started convincing me, it's a very distinct possibility. Well, I mean, it, the it, thing it, is that do these guys ever pay the price? Who? These guys who manipulate markets like no, Tim, right? I mean, like Goldman Sachs. And when they got everybody to invest in these portfolios that crash and burn, what Goldman Sachs guy went to jail for that? I mean, yeah. no, he became, no, they became, the, they became the treasury secretary. Yeah. And now the <laughs> SEC, and now the SEC. So at the time there was a, something else called MF global, which what they were doing is they basically took their client funds. They made a bunch of bad bets on Greece bonds and what they did was, oh, thank for choosing. Okay, I had a. What they did was they ended up, you know, basically going bankrupt, then taking their clients' money. And actually, Jared Salente was involved in this. They took their clients' money to then bail out their own positions. And because this guy was a former Goldman Sachs CEO, former senator of New Jersey, he ended up never getting perp walked, never getting in any in trouble. And the guy that was his former boss that would have gotten him in trouble at the CFTC was Gary Gensler. And now Gary Gensler is going to be the new head of the SEC. So, I mean, there you go. And then you look at now you got Janet Yellen, formerly at the Federal Reserve, now at the Treasury, when the Treasury, when the Federal Reserve supposedly started to basically, you know, create a firewall between the two. And now they're both merged. That's a whole nother, you know, rabbit hole to go down. But it looks like Robinhood did start trading, uh, you know, GME again, I'm just reading right now. And the stock they're is up saying huge limited. Again. This is so limited. The, what the hell's limited? How do you basically what limited. happened, right, is just that that. And we're doing this. Remember, this is a show where, you know, the energy of like you did blow all night and then you got called in to substitute teach for first graders. That's the energy we're bringing. And that's how we're fucking explaining everything. Okay, I've actually done that before. I actually have done that and <laughs> gone in and taught first graders. I swear to God, I have. Done that. OK, so the point is, is what I'm what I'm trying to understand here is that people there were big whales that bet a lot of money on this thing was going to go down. But these little whippersnappers on Wall Street beats, bets, excuse me, just kept pumping money into it. It didn't go down. And these guys started to freak out. So they just collectively used their power to halt the market. Am I off on that? No, that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Unbelievable, dude. Yeah. The thing is, with, with with shorting a stock, you can lose more than 100%. And so if they weren't hedged, I mean, I forgot the exact number. For every $10 of stock was going up, these guys were losing billions of dollars. And right now in the aftermarkets, it's almost at 312 right now, the uh, GME uh, stock right there's, now. So these guys were getting crushed, and uh, and they just thought that they were just going to be – so there's a saying is that you can be – 
that the market can be irrational longer than you can be liquid. And so for these guys, maybe they have the right thesis that long-term it's going down, but there is such a huge short interest position in this, like 140% that once you start, you know, getting your ass handed to you, you then have to then buy back your own stock in order to cover your position. And so if these guys thought it was a terrible buy at $20, they certainly think it's a terrible buy at 300. So allegedly they probably went in with their buddies, prevented people from buying it, which then if you can only sell it would then naturally collapse the stock. And then for them to help, you know, exit themselves or cut losses or be able to reinitiate new shorts. But yeah, I mean, it seems like complete bullshit what is going on. And, and now I'm sure AOC is out there talking about banning short selling. I don't really think they should be banning things, but they, what they yeah, shouldn't be they doing should be banning be naked. They should be banning naked short selling. I don't have a problem yeah. with short selling. What but when is the naked short selling? Okay, so let's back up. The, the, hey, the, Evan, can you look up the definition why he talks about you it? You don't anytime? need to look it up. I'll just tell you. Uh, just a little credit here, all right? We don't need a fucking dictionary. I, I want people to be able selling. to see it. So Jesus, here's the dude. concept. Tim just mentioned the short interest was over 100%. Well, what does that mean? When you short a stock, you borrow the share before you short it in the hopes that you're going to sell it at a lower price. And once you do, you hand the share back to the person you borrowed it from. And naked short is when you sell that sh a stock short without borrowing. So that can only occur if the shares aren't available, which is why you see the short interest over 100%. Does that make sense? Yeah, you said it's it shady should shit, be illegal. It is illegal, though. It is illegal, but people do it all the time. Oh, man. So Damn. I don't have a problem with shorting. That Shorting's good for the market, in my opinion. I know a lot of people would disagree, um, but naked shorting, it's definitely a problem. And it's... It, it, there's I no think way AOC should ever be over 100% short all the time. <laughs> yeah, when, when's her sex tape coming out? I mean, that, it's coming, know, so dude. And those cans are going to be rocking. Trust me on that. And that's going to get her the <laughs> fucking White House. I guarantee it. And it's a good thing Evan didn't go to uh, the images if you go to Google and type in hit images for naked short selling. So <laughs> Is it just like no, a bunch of, bunch of midgets? Do it, bunch Evan. Of mid I got yes. strike for <laughs> twerking video. Evan, I'm Evan, not going to share it. Can you just type in AOC's cans and see what comes up? Yeah, well, I don't, no nips, dog. No nips. Well, it's funny that I just took 30 hours of continuing education, in which mostly uh, was on ethics for my CFP stuff uh, last week. You <laughs> want to from that right into this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this won't this might get you a strike. I don't want strikes, dude. I'm Why? kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, okay. oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, what if it smells like her vagina, like Gwen Paltrow? Would you buy AOC candle that smelled like her fucking meat chew? Would you do it? Depends on how much mahi mahi is in there, you know. It's that's what it's hey, all comes guys, down this, to. This is great. Uh, I hope the ladies stayed after no more jokes. <laughs> Please, ladies, don't. We need, we, need, we need a soundboard for Kramer, like bye bye bye. So I, I used to have that. I used to, I used to have that on my soundboard, but I need it. Uh, um, so, uh, final thoughts on this, guys, before we get into a little Bitcoin talk, because I, I find it very in interesting that Bitcoin has just kind of like nobody's talking about it right now. You remember how big it was like three weeks ago? Now nobody's talking digital. Everyone's talking about GameStop, which, you know, where I'm from, that seems shady as shit. And you're like, why is it no one talking about this thing? But uh, final Bitcoin's thoughts. Conservative. I got a, I got a couple final thoughts. Um, there was a Post article that just came out about a kid that took, and I still can't figure out how the fuck this is possible. He says he um, 
took a mortgage out on his parents' home to get into GameStop. And he He's says, thief. right. But here's the point. How do you pull that off anyway? I just refinanced my house and I had to meet a notary and get my ID and thumbprint. He gets the money. He puts it into GameStop. He's still in his position. And he quote says, I'm, I'm optimistic that things are going to turn out okay, which means he's still in this, probably bought it at 300 for all we know. What happens? Does, do the parents sue their own son? Is that, oh, you got it there? Yep. There he is. There's that asshole. I hope he bought at the fucking top. Fuck him. Well, one of the thing, one of the thing that we didn't even talk about is uh, Robinhood was actively closing people's positions out. So not only were they not allowing people to buy it, they were forcibly selling their positions too. And that's like a whole nother level. That's a major lawsuit. Can you imagine? There's already two lawsuits about that. Can you imagine this? Let's, Let's say you bought, let's say you bought GameStop yesterday at i don't know 250 and and it dropped this morning you're like all right cool i'm gonna dollar cost average i'm gonna pick up a couple more thousand shares because i still believe in this and you can can you imagine you they're, they're not they don't allow you to that's basically that, that's stealing that's really that's stealing should well, we explain that, what dollar cost averaging is for the for the only fans that might be listening to this yeah or for anybody well, else i mean the left are still left in my okay. jokes yeah, I'll give you a great one. Meet shoot again, ladies. I promise you. I will I'll give you a great one. AMC. Uh, Howie the fucking genius goes in and buys it at uh, 13. The second the order is filled, that thing drops like somebody's tossing a baby off a cliff. It Jesus. went from 12 down to about six. Uh, I'm on the sixth floor, too, which isn't good because, man, I'll tell you, I was ready to nosedive. Oh, so come on, dude. what does Howie do? How he buys, buys it at 657. And what it does is basically you take 18, divide it by two, and you're at you don't pay 12, you pay nine dollars. You average down. So your cost basis is lower. So I'm glad I did it because it's back up a little bit. Can I suck my own dick as long as we're on AMC? Hey man, why not? This is sausage fest. I'm some puts right at the top of AMC, along with Tootsie and Tootsie Roll. I I I asked what Howie. Do you mean Tootsie Roll? This Six of these fucking stocks it's came up turn. out of nowhere. We're up 50%. I call Howie and I say, uh, Tootsie Roll's up 50%. And he goes, that's a fucking stock? And I go, I don't know, but I'm shorting it right now. Yeah, I and, then, and then I went in and tried to buy, I tried to buy Starbur- Starburst fucking calls. <laughs> I was like, Tootsie Roll? That's a real, I, you're shitting me. That's a real stock because- they went, Again, they went after, if you pull up, Evan, if you want to pull up the short interest on the top shorted stocks, uh, there were eight or nine of them that were just at the top of the boards, and I just picked one, and Tootsie Roll was at the top, and I got on that fucking... I was going to do it, but when I was in jail, we had a dude we called Tootsie Roll, so I just, I had PTSD. I couldn't go there. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable, dude. It's like the worst candy. How are they in business? I love oh, Tootsie Rolls, dude. This, this is what I found on NASDAQ. Oh. Most viewed in short interest. Yeah, that's updated. There's a there's an easier one where you don't have to click as much. All right. It's out there somewhere, though. But, yeah, what do we have? AMC. You know, I think that I think that one is by dollar amount, not by percentage, the one that you have up there yeah. right now. All right, so, I'll try to find it. Yeah, those are big cap. Big, big cap. Yeah, those well, are Well, hold on. Is, Evan, let's see if you can multitask, because I know you were in some stuff that was up big. Um because you had, what did you buy, Express? 
I had Express, Naked. I uh, had a little bit of AMC. Okay. So what I did last night is I went on the Yahoo forums when Wall Street Bets shut down, and there was a copy and paste going around all of those stocks, and it all said the same thing. This is the next GameStop. Hold your position. Do not sell at any cost. And what happened today? They all shit the fucking bed massively. So there's tons of, of confusion going around. And, 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 you know, people are making money because they're shilling, shilling their garbage. Yeah, that is going to be yeah. the problem. Here we are for the shorts. GameStop, look at that. AMC. When it's it says down. percentage down. of shorts, what does that mean? When it goes 120, what does that mean? That's the percentage of short interest currently in the stock. So GameStop is 120, which means 20% of that is at least naked shorted. So basically at least 20% of it's illegal, meaning there's probably more than 20% that's illegal. I mean, it's crazy. Right. Unbelievable. So Pat dude. Patrick Byrne of, of Overstock.com. So back in the day, he went, I mean, he's a Stanford PhD, super smart guy. His father worked with Warren Buffett and he was basically war, uh, mentored by Warren Buffett. I mean, I think Warren Buffett's sort of a scumbag, but anyways, Patrick Byrne, super smart guy. He had an inkling that Goldman Sachs was naked short selling him because he's like, hey, I know how many shares I have as a CEO. I'm a PhD mathematician. And so he ended up spending $34 million suing Goldman Sachs to win 35. But the whole thing was he got all the discovery, saw how they were front running him, saw how they were doing all this bullshit. And then so he created a cryptocurrency platform called T0. Again, I'm not making a recommendation off this, but essentially T0, when you trade a stock, usually it's T plus one, or meaning you've got the transaction is a T, then you've got a wait a day. It used to be T plus three. So anyway, T0 means the transaction is a settlement. So through the blockchain, you could effectively someday make a stock market through the blockchain that actually in theoretical, now it couldn't happen because of know your customer rules and Patriot Act crap and the fact that we live in like basically a 1984 Gestapo. But it theoretically is possible to like, let's say trade uh, a token that represents Apple stock, trade it instantaneously. And then let, let's think about like bond interest. It's, it's theoretically possible to, uh, I mean, I think bonds are a bad investment anyways. But anyways, what you could do is if you could get through a cryptocurrency, you could get paid like every second or every hour or every day instead of getting paid like once a year or once a month or once, you know, every six months. If you could get like a constant drip and it cuts all these middlemen out. And so there's things you can do through the blockchain that are much more interesting than just trading fake money back and forth. And this even gets into like censorship stuff of, of having decentralized systems where there's no, you know, Amazon. On AWS to kick in the, the door for or for them to shut you down. And so, and this is sort of where I guess what we were talking about kind of blends into what into cryptocurrency because there's people out there like major billionaires like Patrick Byrne who put up his own money to basically try to circumvent Wall Street so that way they couldn't front run people, that way they couldn't, you know, flash trade people, that way they, I know, all these different things. But unfortunately, Wall Street's not going to be a big fan of something like that. And I do know because I've talked with Patrick and Ernest Hancock as well. And basically, Goldman Sachs came to him and really what he was doing and like basically asked him like how they could get their hands in this and now you see you know all the big banks are starting to get into crypto and starting to create their own platforms and and it was on zero hedge yesterday where they were saying that within three years 20 percent of the global economies will have digital currencies so at that point it's, they're going to completely have you by the balls they're going to say you know what we saw you guys were protesting masks or you guys are thought criminals you guys were at the capitol or whatever you know you're, you're trump supporters so we're just going to cut you off or we're gonna i mean this is the fight of our lifetime right now is preventing the dollar from going digital because it's, it's going to happen there the original 1200 hour stimulus program was supposed to be it was written in the maxine waters bill to have a digital dollar to get your 1200 hour 
uh, you know, stimulus check for, and then that would be, you know, backed by the Federal Reserve. But at that point, they can shut you off. They can have negative interest rates and they can completely motherfuck you. And that is the absolute mark of the beast thing that everybody should be. I mean, th- this. So hold on, hold on. Are, are you anti-crypto? I'm anti the government coming in and having their own centrally controlled cryptocurrencies that they can that they can so there's decentralized cryptocurrencies and then there's centralized ones i'm against having the federal reserve having a centralized one where they can shut you off and because i mean they shut they just shut i mean they're shutting trump's bank accounts off in florida just traditional stuff when everything is digital at that point i like bitcoin because it's an end run around the system but they're going to have a federal reserve basically fed.gov goldman sachs.gov sucks coin is going to be in existence and it's probably going to be within the next one to three years my is opinion why- is dude that i think that's what xrp is going to end up being i that's think exactly- that's going to be the banker's coin and i have a shit ton of xrp because i think it's going to blow up right and what's xrp sam it's uh it's ripple it's basically ripple xrp that's what it's called didn't ripple take a shit like no here's the thing dude this is why i've always thought and tim i'd love to hear your opinion this is why i always thought that something was up because they're like we're delisting it that's much different than dissolving it right we're delisting it you can't buy it and you can't sell it which makes me think they were just doing what happened with fucking gamestop right now they were just making it so the poor guy couldn't get in on the action. And that what they're doing right now is trying to figure out practical applications of this particular coin on how to use in everyday life. Once they figure that out, they're going to release this thing. Everyone's going to buy in. It's going to blow the fuck up. It's yeah, the problem to- is who the fuck is the we and how am I supposed to trust this, this consortium? What do you mean? You said as soon as they figure it out. Who are they? The owners? The bankers. Oh, the bankers. What they wanted to do is they wanted to let crypto get into the wild to have these 200 IQ geniuses figure out all the shit for free for them. And then they would then take that technology and then weaponize it against us. And so, Sam, you don't even know how accurate you are right now. The current office of comp control or currency, basically the guy that's the head of the currency at the Treasury Department, is a former Coinbase guy. He's been there since April 1st. Guess who he's going to be fucking replaced with? Take a guess who he's going to be replaced with in a few days. An uh, ex Ripple board member is going to repl- is going to be the head of the Office of Comp Control or Currency. Most people have no idea that's happening. I fucking hate Ripple. I made one video on Ripple ever. It was when it was three dollars and forty cents, and this is back in late. I think it was like January third, twenty eighteen, and I ended up you know making a video before my internet cut out, and I said. Back then, everybody thought it was going to go to $10. There was a hundred billion ripple. So that would mean it's a trillion dollar market cap. And I said, you know what? I hope everyone is buying right now. I hope you lose all your fucking money. And then my, my feed cut, my internet cut out. But you know, what is it? I don't know what it's at today, but yeah, you've lost 94 26 cents, 27 cents. Yeah, so you lost cents. like 95%. So I feel pretty vindicated. But yeah, I think that may, maybe you're right that maybe they made this move to have it go down to buy it back in in the cheap. And then, but I mean, it's very interesting that this guy, Michael Barr, is now going to be the head of the new office of comp control currency and he was a former ripple advisor they've had like bill clinton speak at their conference and stuff like that but they i believe that they're probably allegedly going to be the mark of the beast type cryptocurrency and the thing is they were centrally controlled so instead of bitcoin where it's mined into existence this was they created 100 billion of these at once and let's say this is another rookie mistake that people make all the time so like the listeners really need to pay attention to this there's 21 million bitcoin 
there's a hundred billion with a B Ripple. So people are like, oh, if if Ripple is just worth like a fraction, you know, if Ripple gets to be like what half of Bitcoin's worth someday, then we're going to be millionaires. I'm like, yeah, like what? It's going to take up the entire global economy. It's just going to be nothing but Ripple. And so people don't understand that you have a hundred billion versus twenty one million, and that's like. A, so people are always buying these like coins that are like point zero zero zero. The only reason I and I understand what you're saying, and the only reason I hedge my bets on that and did buy it at such a low price is because the bankers are going to figure out a way to pump it up and just make it big. So everybody runs to it and buys it. That's or, they'll just make, or they'll just create their own. So that's the other thing. The other side of the coin is it's not too hard for these big banks. Like JP Morgan already has like an internal one that they're using between their big institutional clients. So I think that the big banks would probably just go ahead and just build their own cryptocurrency, which isn't that hard. So but- I, I want to start from the beginning because we're getting into some deep stuff. And I yeah, want to, again, yeah, start, start right from the beginning of the Bitcoin. Let's start from Explain the beginning. Uh, every, we, you actually had the Ask the Ask Brothers quiet for the first time on this show in two episodes episodes so yeah. i mean by the way i have no idea what you just fucking said not no, a that was that was chinese and japanese combined See, i love that because I, i'm the opposite i totally understand what and, you're saying and, and my and take is this don't... my take is this you get one currency and you get one language it's english only and it's bitcoin only and that's it so we're well, so the dummies why. like me can understand what the fuck is going okay, on okay tim that's why you're here you're gonna start again you've done coke all night okay <laughs> and you just got called in to substitute teach for first graders all right i need that coke energy but i need you to explain it to sixth graders where does bitcoin start let take us through it all right well i'm drinking seltzer water so not quite coke but i'll try to bring that in energy but you know bitcoin started with uh basically a, a pseudonymous guy or an anonymous guy created it, Satoshi Nakamoto. It, I actually think it could be some sort of consortium or some sort of entity, or it could have even been the NSA potentially that could have even created it. There's actually a white paper they created in 1996. That's very similar to that white paper. And so, I mean, this could be like a 10 hour explanation. So I don't know if you want the two, the two minute one or the five minute one or what explanation I mean, of what Bitcoin is, no, but I mean, just have some fun with it, dude. I mean, like, you know, just as uh, go through without like, and then uh, chapter four, how, how, you know, just you have a little fun with it. Yeah. So, I mean, it might, it might make sense to kind of talk about how I got into Bitcoin and why I thought it was valuable and then kind of bring it back to what it is. So, you know, being, uh, you know, initially finding out about the Federal Reserve and feeling I got conned into thinking it was, uh, you know, an actual federal entity at one point, you know, really pissed me off because I had a Series 7, a Series 66, my life accident health, a charter retirement planning counselor was on my way to be like the youngest certified financial planner probably in America at that time at like 25 years old. And I thought I knew, I thought I knew quite a bit. I was on the class that won the national competition against Harvard and Yale. So I'm like, so I can see this guy like Rob, looks like Rob Zombie telling me the Fed's private. I'm like, dude, you're full of shit. And then it pissed me off so much because I'm like, if I didn't know this, then who the hell else is going to know this? And so it lit a fire underneath me. So then I started, you know, going to, uh, you know, found out about uh, Jaber Griffin, then ended up finding out about Dr. Ron Paul, and then started getting into this daily Paul forums where I started seeing people talk about Bitcoin. But at the time, what I didn't, I just thought it was people trading fake money back and forth. And then I ended ended up uh, seeing an interview that Ernest Hancock did, which he was actually the second radio show in America to start interviewing these guys like way back when. And so he interviewed a guy, the founder of Ethereum called Vitalik Buterin, super nerdy guy that nobody would be able able to understand what he's saying. But anyways, it really clicked with me that I was like, wait a minute, there's more things you can do with cryptocurrency than just trade fake money back and forth. Or you could build applications on this. So you could have like a decentralized infrastructure where, you know, 
let's say you could have different cloud computing things where there's no one door to kick in for the FBI to take you down. There's no one door they can kick in to shut you down from, you know, your, you know, podcasting services or something like that. And so, or you can create like an internet on this of the future and create this decentralized world. So this light bulb went off. I'm like, oh my God, you can make like a stock market on here. You could create like a, like an app store on the blockchain, which they call dApps or dApps. You could do all this crazy stuff. And I was like, holy shit. Cause I only thought it was like the fake money back and forth thing. So this is late 2016. I'd already been shadow banned off Facebook going from 1200 subscribers a day to negative 10. And, and they completely made it. So no one could watch any of my, any of my content. It really pissed me off. And so then I started going from being an end the fed activist to, you know, fuck it, just ignore them. Like they're going to, they're going to blow themselves up at some point, but they've already gotten in way over their heads. And so I thought that Bitcoin is, and to Chris's point, Bitcoin now has sort of morphed from being a digital currency, in my opinion, to being digital gold. So if you read the white paper, it's called, you know, a peer to peer electronic cash. And what they've done is this gets into a lot of like inside baseball, getting deep into the weeds, but essentially you had a, a split in the Bitcoin community where when, when there wasn't that many people using Bitcoin, the fees were like nothing because, you know, it wasn't really congested. There was a one megabyte block. It wasn't a big deal, but then all of a sudden more people started using it. And there was one, one camp that said, Hey, I just want to go make, uh, let's just go make the blocks two megabytes or four megabytes or 20 megabytes, still not that big. And another group said, no, we want to take it. We want to take some of the code here, mush it around there, build this lightning network thing on top of it and do all this bullshit. And these two groups were just at loggerheads and nothing would happen. And, and so basically since nothing would happen in August of 2017, there was a fork on the Bitcoin main network and which is, which brought us Bitcoin cash. And so the Bitcoin cash people said, Hey, we just want to make Bitcoin. Let's just make the block two megabytes. And then that will solve everything until we figure something else better. And Bitcoin Cash actually works very well right now. It's again, not investment advice, but it actually works like Bitcoin. So in my opinion, Bitcoin Cash is philosophically, now this is going to piss off a lot of people. Uh, Bitcoin Cash is probably more philosophically, more in line with what Bitcoin is than even Bitcoin. Okay, before we get into the other ones, because we, again, we went real deep, real fast. Yeah. Okay, real deep. Focusing just on no. Bitcoin right now, okay? And you guys jump in if you have any questions. Uh, I got Bitcoin one question. Okay, go on. Can you touch a Bitcoin? Is it tangible? Can you touch it? If I go into a strip joint, can I throw a strip of Bitcoins? No, Grandpa, you can't touch a Bitcoin. It is a digital, it, 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 it just, it's digital, right? I have a question. I mean, like you there was a guy, it? there was a guy in Brooklyn who sold Chuck E. Cheese coins as Bitcoins and people were like buying them for 250 bucks. Some people in the beginning, actually, there are some coins where people took Bitcoin and put them in these coins called Cassatius coins where they have a private Whoa! key on them. And they're actually super, super valuable. And the first batch of them, they actually spelled it wrong. And so those ones are worth even more money. So there's actually like a premium to those. And so I know people that have those they are called Cassatius coins, but it's not it's not actually like physical but it still could exist in the digital world but yeah it's just a digital product but but through the math it's really it really is probably the biggest technological invention of our lifetime is how they were doing this through the blockchain because the big issue that they could never be solved was something called the double spend so it's how do i say let's say i owe uh let's say i was like sam and i thought that Trump was going to be in the White House. And I, now I owe some people some money from like Johnny. Uh, so, so instead of, so what if I only have $200, but I owe each of you $200? How do, how do they know Venmo? that? I'm, yeah. So how do they know 
that like, I'm talking about through the blockchain network, how do they know that I just don't send like each of you $200 real quick when I only have 200 through a digital network. So through how they mine Bitcoin into existence and all the proof of work and everything they're doing, they solve the puzzle of how to make sure you're not going to double spend. And that was really a very big technological problem without having any centralized third party sitting in the middle. So there's no bank that's sitting in the middle. There's no uh, wirehouse or brokerage. So basically or- what you're saying right here in, in, in stupid terms, cause I'm a dumb person. It's for the first time ever, there was a way to send something and have it actually like when you mail something, you tend to mail like a copy of it, right? You don't necessarily mail email the actual thing. You email a copy, a physical copy, or like, let's say a picture of us. We took a picture of us and I want you to have it. I would email you the picture. And, but now we would both have the picture, but through Bitcoin. Now it's actually, you actually send a piece and the, there's not a, a, a there's not that piece there's not the original piece still left with me right i send you $200 i'm out $200 that was never done before bitcoin am i am yeah, i yeah and there's and there's a record of what happened on the blockchain that anybody can go and verify and see exactly what happened and i also want to let the listeners know and, th- and this is something that tripped me up for a long time i own time. bitcoin a lot of bitcoin i'm supposed to say that right uh chris we're supposed to tell everybody yeah, that yeah. I'm balling in Bitcoin for legal reasons. I'm supposed to say that. Well, if you're going to pump it, yeah. Yeah. So I also want to let people know that you can you don't have to trade in one Bitcoin every single time. So you can it you can break it down to you know one one hundred millionth of Fractions. a Bitcoin. It's eight zeros, and so you could send somebody <laughs> hypothetically twenty dollars in Bitcoin, five dollars in Bitcoin. It doesn't have to be an entire Bitcoin, and that's a that's a beginner. Thing that a lot of people don't actually, and, and I think the best way to get into it is a do your own homework, do your own research. I am coming out with a course here, and probably the next you know couple of weeks, it's already all made. I just got a guy editing it right now. All right, but Question. you know, do your yep. This is important. Let's say I have a fucking heater on the stock market, like I did yesterday. I get coked up. I get on the pool, bring a couple ladies home with me, end up in a ditch. Next day, don't remember my fucking Bitcoin password, amnesia. I don't want to end up like this cocksucker that can't get into his $220 million mistake. So where's the back door so this doesn't happen? Because once that happens, I'll be interested. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got to, you know, there's ways to do things smart. Now, the guy, when he lost it at $200 million is back when Bitcoin was worth like pennies and nobody gave a fuck because, you know, it was probably worth like, you know, 50 bucks at the time. And he was thinking, oh, well, you know, who gives a shit? It's not worth the, not worth the hassle with his like, 7,000 Bitcoin. But now what you can do is you can have private keys. So you want to make sure you have your private keys backed yes, up. It's very important. And then Max Kaiser, your guest that was on was talking about a product where you could have multi-signature where if you were to lose your key, there's other ways to be able to kind of remedy that. But what you, what, what I do is you get us, you get like 18 to 24 words on there's, there's different devices. So you can buy like, it's, they're called hardware wallets. It's sort of like a glorified USB drive that can't be hacked uh, allegedly. So, uh, so essentially with these devices, when you go to turn them on, they'll give you a, like random words. It could be anything like Apple computer, probably not Apple computer would be a bad one to say, but anyways, there's, there's a whole, there's 18 to 24 words that give you, you write down those seed words. Now I actually took like a met, like an engraving pen 
and on a piece of titanium and actually wrote them down in titanium. So in that way, no fire is going to destroy it unless, unless it's like building seven with jet fuel, then maybe, you know, unless jet fuel gets on there, then maybe it'll go down. <laughs> but, uh, but with, but with this, what you're doing is if I were to, you know, lose my hardware wallet or I forget my password, those whoever is in possession of those 18 to 24 words could then repopulate your account anywhere. So if you get all coked up ending in a ditch somewhere, you just have to remember where you put your seed phrase and you obviously don't want to put what it. If on I have amnesia. What if I have amnesia and I'm identified by my parents? Yeah, and but, like, this but here's is my the son. question, Neff. Yeah. It's like, if you have a amnesia, are you going to be able to fucking get your GameStop stock? Are you going to be able to go to remember yeah. what fucking bank you're at? Yeah. That's How are you gonna do? do? I you know what I do? Yeah, it might be I tough to wipe your ass on my computer, and it automatically logs me in, and then my yeah, but but you logs you into your your. Uh, all your... I'm saying is this: I did two-factor authentication with my iPhone one fucking time. Got coked up, couldn't remember the password. Called oh, Apple. So I need back in. Yeah, oh, and so I said I need is... back in. Oh, you eternalized <laughs> this because daddy yes, fucked I did. up. That's but so funny. I said <laughs> I. I need back in. And they said, we can't help you. And I said, what do you mean you can't help me? You know, it's me. And they go, we need the password. And I said, I've been doing business with you, Apple, for 25 fucking years. Look at my account. It's all there. And you know what I had to do? Create a new Apple ID and buy every fucking Belinda Carlisle song I ever downloaded that I didn't want anybody to know about well, because I lost for it. Supporting Belinda Carlisle, okay? My point is, why can't we Jesus just make it a little Christ. simpler? Why can't we why, just- Why, dude? Because it's like, why I have literally a thousand passwords in my phone because there's scumbags out there that could come and jack your swag. It's just the way it is. And you can just go to a major online place like Coinbase if you wanted to or, I or Gemini or- So am I and, good? I mean, there's different, there's different degrees of good. I mean, the best way to have it is like the way I was mentioning it, where it's on a hardware wallet or paper wallet. The, but if you are on Coinbase and you have a significant amount of money, they do have like this cold storage wallet option that isn't as liquid. Yeah, I think it how might much take they like want a, for that? Twenty nine ninety five a month, probably. I don't, I don't, I think. I mean, for institutions, it's it's a shitload of money. But for I think the everyday person that's using them, I don't think it. I don't. I, I mean, I don't work for them, so I don't know. I mean, I think it, I think it's but actually is, free. Is Coinbase safe? I mean, I don't, I don't want to say it's safe and then it goes, I mean, the safest thing that if, if you have money that you would be pissed about losing, I wouldn't keep it on an any exchange. That, that's so, every dollar I have, just so you know. Yeah. So if a thousand dollars doesn't mean a lot to you, keep a thousand dollars on there. If, if five, if 500 dollars would bankrupt you, if you lost it, then don't keep it. Well, A, so, you probably so shouldn't be on there, but. Is there anywhere, Tim, that you feel that is super secure to hold your digital currency? I have it on my own hardware wallet where I have the 18 to 24 words backed up and, and that is the most secure way. And then I've got some on Coinbase and some on Cash App and some on Edge and some some other places as well. And I feel, you know, it's the other amounts are enough where, yeah, I mean, it would suck if I lost it, but it wouldn't be like the end of the world. So the core holdings that you're not going to trade out, I mean, there's, I mean, I don't really do a lot of trading and, and that's where we can get into some other things too. Like I also advocate, you could actually do this through a Roth IRA where then you have a tax free gain and then any trade you make, you know, could then also not engage. And I actually, I was one of the pioneers in this. So actually I help people take parts of their IRAs and sometimes even convert it to Roth IRAs where I have 
platforms where you can have a Roth IRA where you hold the private keys to your crypto through a self-directed IRA using like an IRA LLC. And I would, and actually I had to step down from a, uh, I mean, it's kind of a crazy story, but in, I started working on this around August of 2017, where I was coming up with trust strategies for people that made a lot of money on Bitcoin. This is before the run-up, uh, thinking, hey, you know, if it's at $3,000 and it's so high right now and people got in for pennies, you know, and so I found different charitable trust strategies where you can put your money into a charitable trust. The trust pays you out. You don't pay any capital gains. You bypass, you get tax breaks on top of it. That's why Jim Cramer has a charitable trust. I mean, you think that guy's super charitable, allegedly. So, I mean, it's it's just, so I'm using their own rules against allegedly. them. And then for the, then for the people that wanted to get in early or wanted that people that didn't get in early that want to, uh, you know, I mean, for me, any time you're going to deal with like a potential home run situation, which also could go to zero too. I mean, got to throw that out there, but I'm very bullish on it long-term and you can have it in a Roth IRA and then, you know, boom, the gains are tax-free. And if you're holding onto the private keys and let's say they nationalize all the 401ks someday, you're holding on the private keys and until they have, you know, Elon Musk, you know, Neuralink, you know, to read your mind and get your password, there's no way for them to- By the to... way, that cocksucker didn't help out our fucking short cause on this GameStop <laughs> shit. Fuck him. Was he like liking a tweet by AOC about- No, uh... no, no. He put one out. He just said, GameStop, stonk two days, three days, and then it ripped up another, what, 150 points after that? That's what got everybody in. I'm That's surprised they haven't thing. fined him for that because he did the same shit last year. They fined him $20 million. Yeah, that's garbage. But that's I mean, like he's, he's notoriously so, so, upset with the shorts, and that's just his personal payback, you yeah. know, but... Yeah, he, sure liked of of, he liked one of AOC's tweets today. Yeah, AOC had a tweet. And I'm not even on Twitter. I got rid of my account, got rid of Facebook last week too. But he liked a tweet. Damn, where, you're underground, Tim. Yeah, well, I was on Facebook since 2004. And, you know, they're only going to fuck with me so much. But, you know, you can't, you know, and then a lot of my friends got kicked off two days later anyways. But, uh, yeah, he liked a, a tweet where she said something like we should ban short selling. And he liked that. But, uh, it's, it can, he, but he's, you know, he's posted different images of short shorts. And I think he sent some of the big yeah. hedge funds guys and, pairs and, of short and shorts. And charge, charge, shorts. charge fucking $39.99 for those short shorts, too. Anybody Here's the thing that's really great asshole. about Bitcoin, too. And what they're trying to do, right, is... Uh, what they're trying to do is take away the middleman, which is these banks, right? So we can go peer to peer with our wallets. And what makes it amazing is you don't have to wait like six or seven days for your money to be transferred. All will be deposited in your bank account in three to five days. It is instantaneously. Now, I know that we have, you know, Venmo and all those things that people can send a little money here, but. I think that technology came out of of uh, what Bitcoin and digital currencies, which was instantaneously being able to send Without money fees, wherever you want. Obviously. Without fees. That's the idea, right? Now, Bitcoin does have does have fees. And when the network's congested, the fees actually can get super high. And this this next topic, I mean, we'll, we'll shelve it as more of like a, you'll have to go, if you go to the tinfoil hat episode that uh, we did with Sam, I get into like the Bilderberg connections into Bitcoin, but there actually is, uh, yes, th there is some, that's why I was getting into the Bitcoin cash story because they sort of solved the fee problem. And what Bitcoin wants to do is they want to have this lightning network sit on top of Bitcoin where let's say, uh, let's say, you know, what do you mean by lightning network? So and this is probably more of a Max Kaiser type topic, but let's say you, let's say, you know, the five of us, you know, make bets back and forth. So what we do is we create a lightning channel 
And then we, you know, let's say we each throw a certain amount in that channel, but the trades never get settled on the chain. They're, they're like basically just between the, the five of us here. But then eventually, if you want to settle up, then the fee gets paid when we settle up. So it's like a super cheap way to interact, supposedly when they, I mean, it's not really, I think it's only sort of like in very, uh, you know, beginning stages, not like everybody's using this right now. But the problem is eventually what I think is going to happen is the banks are going to become the lightning nodes. They're going to, you know, KYC, you know, your customer, Patriot Act, all sorts of stuff. And one thing they're trying to do now is they're trying to say, if you send $3,000 from Coinbase into another wallet, whether it's your wallet or somebody else's, you have to then identify who that wallet is, is a potential regulation that they're trying to uh, foist upon us right now, which, you know, in the intermediate term would probably be bad news for Bitcoin. But in the long run, you know, it's the honey badger of money. You can't stop it. It's, you know, for me, it's more like long-term savings would be going into Bitcoin. It's not, you know, you shouldn't be, if you need to pay rent next month, you shouldn't be putting your money in there. If you've only got a thousand dollars, you should be buying storable food and, and ammo and guns and things like that during these times. And not, and, yeah. and, maybe, and maybe just put and and to and to uh, and to Howie's point, I mean, the best thing to do is dollar cost average into this. So a lot of people got in in tw late 2017. I was people were calling me up, asking me about Bitcoin. I'm like, what do you know about Bitcoin? They're like, oh, I hear you can make a bunch of money, and that's all they knew about it. And then those people, you know, went all in with their ten thousand bucks or whatever, and then they, you know, shit their pants when Bitcoin lost eighty percent, sold out, and that's the story. Of what's been happening over and over and over again? But you know, I I do believe eventually, I think every institution is going to have you know at least two percent of their assets in Bitcoin right now. They had hardly any of it in there. And as central banks keep printing trillions of dollars, I think we're going to see more money being going into cryptocurrencies. I mean, what last you, year. What, yeah, what about Bitcoin. the discords? Oh, go ahead. What do you think Bitcoin could get up to? I mean, I've heard crazy numbers. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think eventually infinity. I mean, it's it, eventually if the dollar crashes hard enough and it's not worth anything, then it, I mean, that sounds like a crazy statement, but you've got guys like Klaus Schwab, the you know COVID-19 great reset, writing a book that says, you know, the dollar's days are basically numbered and we're working our way off the dollar reserve standard. And other other countries are getting screwed by this arrangement right now, because if you're, if you're in, I feel like saying China, like I'm Donald Trump or something, but if you're in China, what's going on is you print fake money or sorry, you make like real goods, even if they're crap goods, you sell them to America. America gives you IOUs that aren't even like basically worth anything, you know, bonds. And we're getting, they're getting fake IOUs. We're getting real stuff. So I personally, I think they're getting, we're getting the better end of the deal, getting real stuff. And so if you have America benefits greatly by being the world reserve currency at the detriment to other countries. And so I don't think that this scheme is going to last forever. I mean, you, there's been several, I mean, I mean, at one point, Britain was a world reserve oh, currency. Oh, oh, oh. Are you talking the scheme? You're talking the petrodollar. Is that what you're talking about? But yeah, do you I mean, think never, yeah. Do you think Bitcoin, and if you don't know what the petrodollar is, it's basically U.S. currencies backed in oil. It used to be backed by gold. It's not backed by gold anymore. Nixon and the Federal Reserve took us off it and put us on Saudi oil because there was unlimited oil, okay? So you can put unlimited money. And that is what is driving down the dollar and the value of the dollar. And what people think is eventually the dollar is going to completely crash because you have Iran, Russia, and China both trying to sell their oil in a different currency, which would completely collapse the U.S. dollar, which is why digital currencies. But do you think digital currency will hurt like China in the long run? I think it will help everybody, right? 
I mean, a lot of the Bitcoin mining is actually done in China. And, and a big reason for that is the biggest factor is energy cost. And so in China, you have people who they want to get their money out of the yuan over there. They're, they've got a totalitarian government. And so if you are in China, there's people that are willing to, let's say, I don't know what it costs to mine a Bitcoin. Let's say it costs $32,000 to mine a Bitcoin. Let's say Bitcoin was trading at $30,000. i am just making up those numbers. You'd be losing $2,000 per Bitcoin mine. People are willing to lose money in China to get their currency out of their currency into something that can't be tracked. I mean, it can be tracked, but, but with Bitcoin, they can't, they can't stop the transmissions of the ones and zeros. They can't stop people from doing math. Now in America, they, you know, with common core, they try to stop people from doing math and stop us from breathing. And I'm sure at one point they'll probably make Bitcoin illegal, but they make lots of things illegal. They made drugs illegal and the price of drugs went up. They make alcohol legal and, you know, and, and the price of alcohol yeah, went up. So thing, dude. there is always going to be, a black market for whatever they do. I, I mean, with this stuff with GameStop, we're going to see how the reaction to that is. But and we can get into something called DEXs. So that's a decentralized exchange where basically it's run off of a protocol where there is no, you know, Robinhood or TD Ameritrade or Schwab in the middle. It's just a peer-to-peer -peer electronic, like decentralized platforms. And now those are starting to get a much bigger share of the of the of the pie. They either call it DeFi or or DEXs. And it's very, very interesting what they're doing and really revolutionary where you can have a trading platform that's not run by anybody. And there's certain, you know, cryptocurrencies where you can provide liquidity to do things and it starts getting you know pretty wonky but basically for the listener there's ways where you can cut out all the middlemen and run exchanges where nobody can stop it unless they cut down the entire internet which if they do that you know also you know your money is fucked and, and your stock's probably fucked at that point too and everything else is going to go to shit so question question no porn question can't bitcoin be manipulated just like any other uh, asset i mean haven't we seen discords oh, yeah. you know shifting the market and these huge swings. So, I mean, obviously it's volatile as shit. So how do you change that? Well, I mean, the bigger an asset gets, the harder it is going to be to manipulate. So with Bitcoin, you know, when it was, you know, in February, like worth $200 billion market cap, it's a lot easier to manipulate than when it's 600 billion. And if you have something that's worth 5 trillion, it's a lot harder to manipulate than when it's 200 billion. And so, at, so it's going to be getting harder and harder and harder, but okay, great. You manipulate it down. I'm dollar cost averaging. And now I buy more every month. So I don't care if you manipulate it down. I, so if you're, if, and this is what I told a guy today, and actually he asked me about ripple and I tore into him. So I felt sort of bad, but I had a guy, I, you know, if you're, I asked somebody, okay, let's say you put $50,000 in the Bitcoin. What if it's down to 10,000? What would you do? And if their answer isn't, I'm going to buy as much as I fucking can, you shouldn't be in Bitcoin because when Bitcoin goes down, I'm like, hallelujah, you should be getting more into it. If that's not your response, then you shouldn't be in it to begin with, or you should be dollar Couldn't cost agree averaging. agree more, dude. And the so selling off is stupid. People sell it off. It's a hold. And, uh, I, you know, if I would have known that I was going to be able to do well with podcasting, I would have bought when it was $4,500 uh, this time last year, you know, and now it's all I got. It's around 33 right now, got up to almost 45. And I just think you, you should hold it because what's going to happen is the, the people are going to panic when it starts shooting down and they're going to sell it off because they got it because they're going to take a stock market view of how to do this thing. But I just feel like the, the game is to hold on. And if it gets loaned up, buy more. Cause I, I just, I don't know where this thing could just explode up to some people are talking 50, 100, some people are talking 150,000 by the end of the year. 
per baby. JP, JP Morgan has a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollar targ on it. So I mean, yeah, Citibank look, is like three hundred. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I, 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 my broker works for one of the very large firms, and I called him last week and I said, dude, what's the deal with Bitcoin? Is it legit? What's the deal? And he That's said, he said, every time it dips, buy it. He goes, you know, don't throw everything. He goes, it's like. He kind of compared it to, you know, if you're if if, if Tim's uh, starting to be a CFP, uh, you, you deal with different portfolios and por por portfolios, depending on age, you're going to have a certain amount of amount of growth stocks, value stocks, uh, corporate bonds, uh, uh, cash. And we always used to put like three to five percent of something called managed futures, um, which I won't even get into. But that's where Bitcoin's going right now. I mean, this guy works for a very large firm and he's like, yeah, most of my clients have a little bit. And he was like, no, it's legit. Buy it on the dips. And he said it's a long term investment, but he loves it. Same. But good for Same. him because he's one of the he's one of the few ones. I mean, because I was out there telling people at conferences and like like late or early 2017, like, yeah, I'm looking at trying to create like Bitcoin IRAs and like the other financial advisors laughing at me. I had a big managed futures guy from AQR come to my office in early 2017. And he's like, Hey, we got this managed future currency fund and we have every currency in the world. I'm like, well, you we don't have the best currency. And he goes, what do you mean? We've got every, and he was so offended. And like, you don't have, and like, what do you mean we don't have the best currency? I'm like, well, you don't have Bitcoin. And the guy just completely laughed me out. And, and, uh, afterwards I sold all their fucking fund. Uh, that was complete auction uh -huh. at the time. But me meanwhile, then, he's selling, he's selling cotton and, uh, peanuts and orange juice. Oh, yeah, and meanwhile, and meanwhile, then Bitcoin then 20x after that conversation. And so, you know, who's laughing now? But well, it was yeah, man's futures is a joke. Can, we, we, can the reason we, we sold them is because you get paid. The commissions are huge on managed futures. Huge. Can you trade options on Bitcoin? Yes. I mean, I haven't, but uh, I did have some I did have a client recently who got in super early and was looking. Actually, this guy had taken his parents, gave him a bunch of money to buy a home. And then he took it all and put it in Bitcoin. And now, like five years later bought a home what, uh, but it's because i'm sure not only me but our listeners would love to know where can i start put money in the account and uh trade options on bitcoin i don't even i don't even want to even even say where you can do it because i don't want to what is it the dark SEC. web we're all adults. no i mean you, dark I mean, fucking you, web uh, i believe the largest know? the largest buy exchange i believe is deribit i've never it's uh right i think it's d-e-r-a-b-i-t uh i don't have anything to do i'm not you should if you're getting into bitcoin and for the person out there, I would not be getting no, into I, options. I own it. For, I no, own I'm saying it. from I'm saying like the you know if you're on OnlyFans and that's how you're making money, which you know good for you, that you should not be going and buying it through uh, an options. It's just super super risky to do that. The best thing to do is just dollar cost average, buy a little bit, you know, have an amount that you can afford to lose, and you can go on Cash App and buy like 50 bucks a day if you want. You can go and buy, um, you yeah, know, yeah, buy a little bit, man. I don't care. It's well, like come on, man. We we do have different peeps, people out there that have different investment, you know, ideas. There are people that want a dollar cost, but there's also people that want to, you know, push. And I just want to know where I can fucking do it. I guess that person's me. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I it's, wanna, uh, I want to trade options on this shit. I got, I got it up right, right now. Ahead. Yeah. Deribit is the largest Bitcoin futures and options trading by volume. Der I believe Deribit. so. Okay. And I'm not recommending that to people in case the SEC. Not, you know, we are not recommending that here. Guys, okay. 
So that's it. Bitcoin, we'll, you know, we're going to dive into this all the time. Tim, we'd love for you to hang out. If you got jam, I understand. But we're going to get into the ass to ass brothers and their fucking picks of the week. And you are, we'd love to have you and hear your opinion. But so very informative. Very informative. Uh, I got a lot out of it. Tim's great. We talk all the time. He's on the Union of the Unwanted. So, uh, yeah, what we got 20 minutes, guys. Throw us your game. What, what are the stocks that you like this week? I, I don't know what legally we got. Now I'm worried about legalese on stuff. What is, what don't is worry. That? Oh, these are just our opinions. That. And you guys aren't licensed, so I like literally can't do it. But you guys, I can okay, you want to jump off, about. Tim? I don't want to get you. No, so I can, I can, I can be here just commenting on things, but I just can't, you know. Can't if, I got my series seven, brought up, that's fine. Okay. These are the, these are the ass to ass brothers, hot picks of the week. Well, I can oh, also just imagine. Just, I can just imagine the SEC coming someday. Like the Ass to Ass Brothers recommended this, and it's like, really, if you took your advice from the Ass to Ass Brothers, I mean, that should enough. That's be our enough hidden. Of us. Yeah, That's our hidden you should be safe. Educational purposes only. Yeah. There will be a yeah. disclaimer on the screen somewhere yeah. around yeah. here, and at the beginning, and at the disclaimer. end. Disclaimer, real quick. Here's the disclaimer, dude. Uh, investing is risky. Invest at your own peril. And don't invest more than you can lose. Okay, be smart. Don't trust anybody here. Don't buy, don't buy coke out of the same blender. Yeah, yeah we got it, dude. You got to do your investigation, and you're in. You have to Damn, look into it's it. It's called due diligence. Do right your due down. diligence, man. <laughs> Howie, roll what do you the like? dice, baby. Roll the dice. Chris, all right, first what, of all, what did the ass ass brothers think? The ass brothers, I'll tell you what, myself <laughs> and ass two over here, we've been pretty much we've been we've been betting against all these stocks all week. I mean, yeah. we we've made been, he and I both we've been buying what you call puts. We're betting on shit to tank, and we've been doing pretty good at it. Yeah. Um how many puts are you holding on GameStop right now? Four. Okay, and what are the strikes? Uh, I still got the 120, 20s, and I believe the 90s, I think. Okay. I'm only the, one the, the 120s were up a little bit today, nicely. No, the 40s were up too. But yeah. um, I just, just to give you guys some perspective, when this stock was going crazy up and down, Howie and I were desperately trying to buy puts, and the spreads were so wide, it was like Horrible. too dangerous. And at one point, they just completely disappeared. Yeah. So, you really couldn't do anything um, because Sam, of Sam, what of that the means is what that means, Sam, is you could buy it for 80, but you'd have to sell it for 15. <laughs> that was the ask was 80. The bids were 15. It was crazy. Yeah. And Damn. typically spreads are going to be like, oh, you want to buy a $10 put? Well, it's $10 and 60 cents to the, to the bid and the ask is maybe 11. So there's a 40 cent difference. Yeah. These were swinging in, the, in 40, $50. So it was crazy. But yeah, we're both still short. Um, it would be nice to see uh, see it go down. Um, I actually still have the AMC because uh, we were puts. talking about earlier. I did dollar cost <clears throat> average when that. As soon as I bought it this morning, I'm not shitting you. It just dropped like a fucking. I, I just. I mean, <clears throat> the second I hit it, it just tanked. Well, and that was after I told you I had puts on it. So yeah, I don't know why. I know, but I, I made a nice play yesterday where I hit it. At, I hit it at 13, got out at 16. 
So today it drops down to like 1180. I jump in with both hands. The second I do, that fucking thing was like just a school bus full of kids just run, going right off a cliff, man. It was terrible. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you and I are doing all the hard work trading, and Evan, Evan's great. He'll come in and say, I'm giving you news oh, updates. XBR just got halted. Oh, shit. They're talking about this on Wall Street Better. And we're like, Sam, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm running around Chinatown trying to buy some gold. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did buy gold. Neff, I got two baby kids I got to deal with, man. I can't play fucking touch butt with the ass to ass <laughs> brothers all day. Okay? How much, you how guys much? are sending dick pics to each other all day. Buddy, I'm just you're, trying you're to buy, fucking You're survive. not buying gold because it's a hedge. You bought gold because it had a scorpion on it, dude. <laughs> You don't even that was a pretty cool piece. <laughs> it's not a scorpion. It's a, it's dragon. a dragon. It's a dragon. Sorry, whatever. How much it's did dragon, you Dragon, dude. How and much, it's cool. How much did don't you pay worry for that about piece? Of, it. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't worry about please it. I'm not tell giving me. out my business. Okay, but please tell he me. Lost it, he lost it in a building accident. So <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know think... a legitimate transaction, and you didn't give this guy money, but you were like, hey, um, pull open the, you know, the fucking trench coat and you got just fucking double dogs. No, dude, I wasn't buying watches from some no, dude on the corner. Gold-plated dildos. <laughs> no, dude, I bought yeah. a couple. I'm going to keep buying more, dude. I'm going to hold on to that and hope, you know, down the line that hey, I have something to get my kids. Back to what we're doing. Let me explain this. Like, there's 12, 12 or 13 of these stocks got halted today. You could, I mean, in other words... You couldn't buy these things through like three or four firms. The best way I can describe these stocks right now that are being just blasted up by these Wall Street bets guys. You remember back in school, Sam, like it was right around Christmas. You didn't have any money. You're in college and you and your buddy say, hey, man, let's get the old airplane thing going again. We're pilots. Now, if we both get two co-pilots under us, twenty five dollars each and they get four we can tell them that they get $200 at the end of the week. Remember that Ponzi scheme back in college? Yeah. That's kind of what this reminds me of, man. It's short. It's fun. And when it ends, it ends badly for about 90% of all the people involved. Yeah, That's I got a buddy is. that bought AMC. We're not talking about your dick, are we? No, it's short, it's fun, it's, it's badly. No, I'm just kidding, sorry. But it, no, actually, uh, actually, that's a pretty good sorry, analogy. Sorry. That, maybe I, that's I, what I was thinking. Sorry. Maybe that's that's what I was thinking. <laughs> but do you think it's probably important to explain when you buy four put options, like what four put options means to the audience? So you're really buying, so Okay, sorry about no, that. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, but we you are, did Sam already forgot. We I did, did. I did. Forgot. That's a bet that's going to go down, right? Well, no, yeah, so oh, each option like, is actually 100 contracts, so four yeah, is 400. Please. Okay. We did uh, all this on the last episode. and Hey, again, dude, we're, we're going to keep that. saying the same stuff, okay. dude. Okay, well, yeah, just, we got to repeat it. We got to ingrain it in their heads. All we need to remember, just like Tim said, is it is a contract. You're not holding the security. It is a, a derivative that has a finite amount of time, either a homosexual delight, which we call an FD. Hey, <laughs> that's what it's called, man. <laughs> A weekly. Is that called a Tootsie Roll? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> By or, the way, Sam, I don't know if you knew this, but yesterday, Reddit, th these Reddit guys, the whole crew, one for two million of them got shut down. They kicked them off of Reddit. You want to know why? 3.5 million now. For two words. They said two words over and over. They kept, yeah. they kept calling themselves f and, 
Why uh, you gotta say that? We don't want to get like you knew you weren't supposed to say that. All you had to say was homosexual. I mean, you're just unbelievable. Holly. All you had to say what was homosexual. Okay, I gotta, I gotta fucking read this, dude. Evan, you gotta beep it at one, one hour and 20, 12 minutes. <laughs> Write that down. How all you have to do is I just call- told you I got like a, a fucking market. And you're like, I, you're didn't call, I didn't call anyone that. I just told I just explained you the two words. Dude, oh, <laughs> you think the AI knows that? Like, oh, well, he wasn't oh, no, calling no. anybody that. He just said it. You don't understand. AI is like, looks like all those really <laughs> angry Antifa lesbians. Okay. They're just angry with blue mohawks and multiple not shaving their armpits and they're sensitive to everything okay but going back to howie's point (laughs) that was the reason initially they got pulled and i thought okay they're gonna go after him for any reason they can to shut this group yeah i know what it's like i know what that's like yeah but we're 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 talking about the big picture we're talking about a stock that's up three thousand percent and pulling the discord well i don't want to call them a discord but the the group that is the sub in charge right in charge of making this happen whether collectively you know doing it themselves or just sharing tips so i think that was the initial move they're like this is how we'll shut down reddit we'll say they're using the gay word and also the uh intellectually challenged word and that's how we'll shut them down Unbelievable. and it didn't but it didn't work they were back up what within 30 minutes yeah they got back yeah, a up. couple hours yeah so yeah yeah, the first thing, the, yeah, yeah, the R word and the F word. Jesus Christ! Right. So anyway, we got. What well, I do we think got, Discord also banned them as well. You're like the so. drunk yeah. uncle no, at the fucking wedding, Howie. <laughs> just, <laughs> just can we get back to this? So again, everybody understands an option is a either a, a is weekly. Everybody dating black guys now, Uncle Howie. Shut up, shut up, Uncle Howie. It's a wedding. <laughs> it's 2021. Don't say that. Oh, Anywho. <laughs> And, and Howie was correct in the last episode I did listen to where he mentioned something like 90% of these do expire worthless. So well, yeah, it is very important. Lotto tickets, you know, especially if you're buying OTM like options that are like five cents. Yeah. I mean, they hit, but that's the risk. Anyway, now people know, Howie, what, o- people know what OTM means. You want to, I mean, that's oh, yeah. another... we told them out okay. of the money, <laughs> out of the money, All right. out of the money are just far, far unreachable, lofty, uh, you know, targets but which is what melvin capital should have done with you know call options on you're right they should have have hedged the other way and they didn't obviously yeah and i like i like the way that uh robin hood came out and said you know we're really trying to save the retail trader let me tell you something those guys those guys trading at melvin fucking capital some of those guys took the short bus they have no clue to what the fuck is going on they didn't hedge themselves at all yeah Allegedly. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Exactly. Uh, so Dude, he's anyway. He's a Jets fan. We got we to gotta explain stuff for him. <laughs> Howie and I are holding puts, but yes, we are. And so I still have uh, AMC. I'm, uh, hopefully I, I can sell AMC in the morning. You know what? Sell them to me. I've got puts on it. I think I've lost, like, took 10 years off my life. This you want me to days. ask the ass brothers taking <laughs> you want, care of it? Do you want me to close my position early? And take, Look at my take hair. Shares? It's up no, 30%. Man, it's up no, 30%. No, listen, I'm going to sell it, turn around, maybe buy some puts, and we can root that for that thing to tank. Um, Howie, how much are you going to be able to make with your puts should uh, 
GameStop drop because yours are much more aggressive than mine are. Oh, I mean, it, yeah, but it, it depends on how much. I think I, this thing has to get back to like, I want to see it down to like 50 or 60 bucks. Well, when it would dip down to 119, what were you looking at? Did you look? Uh, the ones that I paid six and a half for were up to about eight, eight and a half. Okay. Wow. Baller alert. Baller <laughs> alert. Well, nothing, man. Trust me. That's. that's Ass brothers love baller alert. Dog. It's fake. It's fake. <laughs> no, you I mean, see, it, it takes a lot of. Up nicely in the morning and then. Tomorrow, two o'clock, bam, just you guys need a live you guys need a live show like while you're trading like Dave Portney and, and uh well I, I think you guys are under underestimating how hard it is to pull the trigger on what was your most expensive option, Howie? Six, oh, seven thousand? Yeah. That's not an easy decision to make to just say I'm buying a seven thousand dollar contract and I Yeah, especially especially when you're in a small apartment and your girlfriend's like twenty feet away. How are we doing, honey? <laughs> yeah. And she turns around, I'm fucking pouring sweat, I'm turning red. <laughs> Yeah. I haven't slept in a week. Yeah, we're doing good. We're <laughs> trading this stock, trading this stock, and the amount of time I've spent feel is that feeling when you're doing drugs and the sunlight comes up and the party. Uh, oh you know no! How about when the birds start chirping? Oh, the, the coke birds. Coke right. birds, you're a loser. Coke right. But it just feels <laughs> it just feels like you want it to end, but you're like, I can't because this thing could move a hundred points at any second and you're yeah. just pounding coffee you know you're just <laughs> your cats are talking to you and you're just like when's this gonna fucking end i thought this was gonna be oh, that's the funniest like, thing ever your cats are like dude we're gonna be homeless they're we're gonna be dude, homeless we're, we're five days into the biggest short squeeze of all time i think people don't realize that in the vet investing world this is the unicorn this is the donkey dildo of fucking <laughs> green spikes <laughs> that you're never going to see again in your fucking life. I mean, yeah. Howie, the, the, the biggest thing on record that I know was from 1910 and some old asshole had a carriage and there were like <laughs> fucking pieces of hay in it or some shit. And he, I don't know, went down to the mercantile exchange and fucked some other guy and it went up 10x. Google it, Evan. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. The point is, <laughs> we've, never seen, we've never seen anything this big. Uh so I do. Have no, man. It's similar. like, it's like you, you go in at nine 30 and you've been ass blasted at least eight to 15 times before four o'clock. <laughs> okay. Do you guys have some stocks you want to do? I, I got a jam soon, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Howie, what do you like? I got, you know, I'm going to throw one as far as <laughs> buying a stock. I'm going to throw one out there and it's intercept pharmaceuticals. ICPT. ICP, you want people to invest in ICP. ICPT. Is that what you want? It's pharmaceuticals. Oh, bye, bye, bye. It's, it's pharmaceuticals, not, not the ones that Sam's used to. Uh, actually, it's pancreatic cancer uh, or something like that. I don't know what the fuck they do. But Forget it, uh, I'm in. You already, you already sold me it. I don't know what they do. Yeah. Doesn't matter. The bottom line is the thing. Here's what I like. The thing I don't is, know what my highest <laughs> conviction trade does, but okay. Yeah, it went from it went from 140 down to like 25, oh, and it God. just has good support level here. It's a good buy at this price, right around 35, 36 bucks a share. Okay, I think yeah, I think you get back to 80 or 90. All right, all right. That's Chris? it, man. Uh, I got two. The first is as a small cap play. Um, I might. Hey, have Evan, can it. you look these up real quick or yep. next yeah. next week when he? 
when they say, can we look them up so people can freeze Hey, hey just so you know, everything doesn't happen the next day like GameStop. Some of these things take time. So don't expect this to turn 3,000% in a week. Yeah, like Chris, you should, just ret- you should just retire and just have like your jersey on That's the rafters for, uh, over. For, for this. It's yeah. over. Yeah. The bar is super high here. The play is uh, GMBL. And it is a gaming stock. Obviously, DraftKings has taken off. Penn National, G- GMBL is a esports play. So, basically, Fortnite, League of Legends, people are going to start betting on this shit, and it's going to be the next, you know, the next thing that people bet on. And this company, now, would you would you hold this stock? I'm already you, holding it. I wouldn't. But pitch I mean, a like, bitch. are you going to? Short I would never it? pitch a bitch. This is, is, I only promote things that I hold, okay? Okay, I am some fucking shit. Dude, I didn't mean you to pitch a bitch, my bad. You you just said that people are going to start betting on watching kids play Fortnite. They In other words... Hey, oh, real quick, huge. Howie, you're having a senior moment. I just want <laughs> like, instead of you know, you're having a senior moment right now because that's one hundred percent gonna happen. Yeah. Like Kansas City's in the Super Bowl, you know, they're laying three points. I can either Howie, bet on that, Howie, or I can are, bet on like Little Junior sitting Howie, in his sofa playing with his dick with one hand with a joystick in the other. Citizen. Howie, the NFL isn't ex- going to exist in ten years because all these little fragile kids are are, are concerned their their children are going to end up broken. Okay, let's make sure we don't Google image search ICP either. I don't, I don't want to yeah, see what. Uh, real quick, there'll always be poor kids, Chris. Though, and they're willing to smash their brains in for dollars. The point let's is, so. what is the stock trading at right now? Um, there's two plays here. There's there's GMBL, and there's also a warrant attached to it, which is also another derivative that we should speak of. Ooh. We have it, so you can buy the common stock. How much could, is it trading at? Pull it up, Eight. Devin. $8.03. What are the warrants at? GMBLY? Probably like three fifty, somewhere around there. You don't want to buy warrants. Jesus Christ. Uh, actually, you do. In this case, you Oh, do. here we okay. go. This uh, is what we're talking <laughs> Let's make some bets. The warrants are not trading in line with the, the comments. So I am pro-warrant. Just remember, <laughs> if you don't know what a warrant is, it is a $5 option. The uh, exercise... Price at the warrant is seven dollars and twenty cents. So there is value in the warrant. And um, and what does the warrant represent? Okay, a warrant. Like Toilet remember paper. how we were talking about <laughs> options, derivatives. A yeah. warrant is a five-year option. So you own the stock, but you have the option to trade it in for an agreed upon price of seven dollars and twenty cents in this case. But it's a five-year option. So. I like them a lot. And uh, the main reason is, and I didn't know this, this company already has a deal with the Philadelphia Eagles, Arsenal, the Arsenal soccer team. And um, they own three out of five of the esports uh, arenas. I didn't even know there were arenas. Yeah, uh, there are, dude. Yeah, well, they already own three out of five. I might of just them. buy some stock of this and just sit on it. That's what I'm doing. That's why you buy the warrants. He doesn't this pitch is- a bitch, Sam. Thank Come on, you. John. I will never pitch a pitch. <laughs> My bad. God. The, the point I'm is sorry. Doing... We got people having senior moments and pitching bitches. Will the, a- will the AI allow pitching bitches or donkey dildos in there too? <laughs> <laughs>
the point is it got listed up to the up listed on the NASDAQ last summer, I want to say. So it's still, still young. It's got a, I mean, if you believe in these fucking nerds, what are they making a hundred grand right now to win the trophy of Fortnite? Yeah, dude. I'm probably making more than that. Might've been a million. Okay. A million. So, you know, we're getting at the bottom. Um, and then Pussification of America. I have I've got one other one. I also hold this, and I noticed it came up on Evan's short interest. It's called KLDO. Um, it is a uh, microbiome metabolic therapy play. Did you just say D I D L D O? What the no K L D O. Oh, Fortnite three million three million dollars was it's yeah the winner uh, the champion got three million dollars in Fortnite. I'm going to buy. I don't even know how to buy stocks. I'm going to go buy some right now. Okay, so we haven't gotten you set up with an account. No, I have to do okay, that. Okay, well, what did we learn after today's trading? What account are you not going to set up with? Uh, Robin Hood. <laughs> Correct. Even though it's on my phone right now. So I got to figure it out. And you get it and get a Roth IRA so it's tax free. I'm going to uh, do it. So we got to do it. We talked about that last week. Here's, the, here's KLDO. Um, basically, Flagship Ventures, which was the incubator of this uh, company, uh, they brought Moderna to market. They still own 20% of Moderna. Obviously, we know that they created one of the COVID vaccines. Do we all know that? You didn't. Know I want. I won't even touch that. And, by, and, and their and their ticker symBOL is mRNA, like an mRNA vaccine. Is I the, never caught on to that. Yeah. So I mRNA. Like anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, it is. It is a COVID treatment for mild to moderate COVID. Um, so it is a COVID treatment that you don't have to inject. It's not the only thing they do, um, but- I'll buy I, it. I caught COVID I, like six times. I have <laughs> a feeling there's gonna be a market for this. Um, and obviously there's no rush for, uh, my biggest concern when I, when I talked to my guy was, what about FDA approval? And they're, they're fast tracking anything COVID related right now. So. I think it's a very distinct possibility that we could be walking around with the COVID sniffles in three years and we're not going to get injections and we're just going to be able to pop a pill to kill our, our COVID sniffle. So I like, I like them both. KLDL. Is that before or after uh, dicks grow out of our head from the vaccine that we're all taking right now? That's after. Okay. In fact, okay. in fact, you take the pill, you put it in the head of your dick. That's attached yeah. To that's your how head. you do. It. You have your <laughs> dickhead snort the pill. You crush yeah. it up like you're doing a line and you're di- you yep. snort up your vaccine. And then when you're vest. done, you take said dick and put it in your mouth and just start sucking up. <laughs> or you, uh, or if you watch the South Park episode, you eat some gluten and then it goes flying around the room. I don't know if anyone saw that episode of South Park. I not. So I need to been there, done that. Yeah, yeah. how he's like walking COVID death. Uh, next one, dude. That's it. I only brought two to the table. I'd like to hear what Evan has because all of a sudden, Evan's given me all this great information. And I was like, Evan's trading? So great. Evan's the good looking one and he's got the brains. We're all fucked. No I feel here. like we're the evil stepsisters, <laughs> right? And all we want to do is just rack Evan and make him feel like shit because he's way more fuckable than us. Nope. I'm riding, I'm riding this uh, Wall Street bets chain. I think that there is a lot of pissed off Redditors right now. And they're going to want their revenge and they're just going to try to take down these hedge funds. I think GameStop might go up. AMC might go up naked express all that stuff. I think it's going to go up, but I do think there's going to be a hard crash at some point. So set your stop losses, make sure you get out when you can. But I think this thing is uh, it, it's, it's still got time to explode. Um, lastly, 
Dogecoin, we're up 400% today. So uh, let's get that running. And what? That's, that's all I got. Dogecoin. Oh, Doge yeah, everybody's talking about it. Up 400% today. All the crypto pirates. Well, all the amateur, the, or the kids call dumb money. It's know? all, it, it's bullshit, but yeah, Sam, it's you, fun. Tim, who do you like? I mean, it's the thing is with me being licensed right now. I mean, I'm, I can't, I could give like sectors and things like that, but I mean, I, I'm not doing trading as much as like long-term portfolio allocations and doing planning and shit like what that. Do you think but of it's Menora, Menora, or Monero, Monero, Menora. Menora. Yeah. What do you think? I about love the Menora. Hey, just just because I have a I have a big nose and uh, glasses and curly hair and work in finance does not mean I'm Jewish, but uh, I'm not. But can anyways, you, but can you can you turn to the left real quick? So, I don't know. no, that's you're He's not good, Ari right? Shafir. You're not okay. even close. By the way, I know a lot of small nosed Jewish people. A couple chicks I was doing blow with. It was hard for them to do the blow. So just yeah. So Monero. So Monero is a cryptocurrency that can't be tracked, can't be traced, can't be surveilled. And so I think at some point it's going to be made illegal. And so at that point the price would probably go down. But then again, the people that are buying Monero are much different than the people that are buying Ripple. And so the people that are buying Monero are probably more like long-term holders. And so eventually, if you want to have money that can't be tracked, traced, or surveilled the basically the bitcoin of that genre is monero and they've got a you know very big market dominance in when it comes to privacy coins but it's more of a longer term hold in my opinion it's not it's harder to buy you can't most of the exchanges don't have it it's probably going to be made illegal at some point but but imagine this so if i send somebody bitcoin and they can they then see my address they can look up see exactly how much is in my wallet and imagine if you're a business and you're and you're and we're at the point where we're paying people in bitcoin and then all of a sudden uh you're a competitor and you can say oh well, i see that you paid bob x amount and maybe i want to go steal him and poach him so i'm just going to offer him a tiny bit more or i'm going to go I and mean, so there's re so it's very creepy if someone gives you a check and then they can then look at your accounting account number and then see what you have in your bank account see the record of files so i actually recommend that every time somebody gets new bitcoin they just open up a new wallet unless it's on like coinbase or something so uh that way it's a little bit harder to track yourself you can go, you, there's several things you want to do like my phone number i don't even have like i had a guy who tried to sim card swap me but i'm like yeah i'm using a burner number asshole so you can't even so the my phone number that like, when sam texts me on signal that's not even my real number and so there's things that you can do so then that way it's tied to a number that's not even mine so if someone were to take a call into at&t or verizon or whoever and pretend that they're me and they get my phone number it's not even attached to anything so there's, there's more advanced things you can do to be safe on this but with monero i I, you know, it's probably like a smaller percentage of your crypto holdings. I mean, maybe like five, 10% of maybe even 20% of your crypto holdings. You'd want something like that. That's the one that you need for like Silk Road. Like if I want to buy a child, I get that one. Oh, Jesus. Oh, come on. I'm serious. Like you guys if, are like the just like this guy went back. I didn't tell you what kind of, I didn't even tell you what well, the color thing is, I there, wanted. There are like a, legitimate reasons why you would want to be private, especially in this day and age. And, and I did an interview with a guy who is a Harvard PhD, Yale MBA, this Asian guy in a suit. And he was telling me the, it, the benefits of Monero. And so it was a very unique, it's actually it was the most popular bit shoot video I've ever done. Uh, but it's, for me, it's having that someday it's going to be made illegal and it's going to be very hard to get it when it's illegal. And so I'd rather have it now uh, before it gets I'm illegal in. at some I'm point. In. And it, but it is tougher to get. So you can't go on Coinbase and go get it. Not uh, anymore. We know you. You can make it happen. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, the there's guy in the corner. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I've never. I mean, most of the cryptocurrency I just buying and holding. I'm not selling. Uh, I'm looking. I'm not either, dude. I'm holding it till I'm. A, I'm gonna let it run, dude, for a while. Why do you? What What's going on, Tim? Because I, I I just met you today, but like, yeah. do you have people after you? No, I don't have anybody after me. But okay, I mean, it's no. Right. What is that question? No, Tim is like me. He's in the truth community, right? And I'll. We're, we're what the kids would call or your grandma would call or Holly would call a, um, a conspiracy theorist. So like the whole thing is that this is slowly but surely they're trying to figure out how to, uh, you know, control everything at all times. And so there's all, all these options. I do believe that the way they're going to control cryptocurrencies through fees and stuff like that. But Monero is something that's dark. See, I think personally that, I mean, Tim knows more than I do, but, it, you know, I have these spider senses of what I trust. And I just think that what's eventually going to happen is that Monero will be made illegal. And it will, I think it will skyrocket even more. Because I think it will initially crash hard and then skyrocket. But either way, you know, as long as you don't panic, then which we're not, then it's probably yeah, going to skyrocket. You hold it and then it becomes the way that, I think like some super elites will use to spend money and you'll be able to, you know, I mean, eventually sell it to somebody who wants it for a lot of cash. And people try to keep saying, oh, it's a drug dealer money. It's a terrorist money. No, it's a terrorist money. The drug dealer money It's the dollar is the terrorist money. It's the drug dealer money. The thing is, if it's better for terrorists and drug dealers, then it's probably better for me. Like if it's that's their best form of money, then they're probably, you know, pretty in tune to what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. And you yeah. wouldn't want to do it through big people like, oh, Bitcoin is going to be used for all this nefarious stuff. Well, you're tracked using Bitcoin. Like you'd have to be an idiot to be doing nefarious things through Bitcoin because, I mean, they've, uh, you know, Sam has interviewed Lynn Albrick, you know, who's the mother of the Silk Road founder. I'm good friends with her. Uh, actually, I have a picture. Last time I saw her, I was actually wearing is, this shirt. Is she related to the guy that's in the joint doing life? That's his yeah. mother. Yeah. Oh, and so yeah. I see. I I speak with her almost every week, and it's uh, and and I was super pissed that Trump didn't do the right thing and didn't free him. Got absolutely yeah. railroaded. I'd recommend everyone goes to freeross.org, watches yeah. the railroad documentary on this because however, I mean, it's like the biggest railroading of anybody that I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I think that he probably, given what he was doing, it's not crazy to think that he got in trouble. But double life plus forty, a little harsh. And uh, the fact that Trump didn't have the balls to do anything. I mean, Trump at this point is completely dead to me. Sam knows that I, I predicted Trump was going to lose and that, that they were going to. St- I gave a presentation at Anarchapoco where I had six states on a, on a slide saying that they're going to steal a few. They're going to steal these six states and they're going to. And all they need to do is flip the voting machines in a couple counties yeah. in each state. And that's yeah. all they need to do on video. And then, and then I also predicted Trump was going to win in 2016 before I even created a podcast and said they're going to blame it on the Russians when they do win, when I only had like three videos. So it's just, I just see the tea leaves. They're going to make all cash digital. Everything's going to be tracked, traced, and surveilled. And at that point, they're going to shut people like everyone that's probably listening to this. Every, you know, all of us, you know, degenerates out there, they're going to cut us all off. They're cutting off Trump. They're cutting off Trump supporters. And just, and that's before they even have the digital control grid in. So eventually they're going to completely have us by the balls and then we're going to be screwed. And so I'm trying to get ahead of that a little bit right now. So question, people can call question. me paranoid. And I, I, I believe in a lot of that. I got to go, guys. I, hold believe on. I have we'll- one last question. It's very important because right. Tim obviously has an expansive knowledge of, of the crypto world. 
what is your portfolio comprised of? Is it all crypto or do you own, are you in cash? Do you, are you in the market? Are you, if you don't want to discuss it, that's fine. I mean, I've even been telling, I, mean, I for my clients, you know, buying, you know, portfolios for, for people that I'm putting together and Bitcoin is a part of that. But, you know, for myself personally, the only thing, I mean, I think the entire stock market's pretty much a rig casino, but I also think it's going to be going higher because of money printing. And uh, yeah, the only thing I've really been buying the past couple of years has been, you know, basically like Bitcoin, Ethereum and a few other smaller ones. I mean, that's pretty well, much- Why isn't anyone talk about Maker, by the way? Because Maker is right there with Ethereum. And it's actually always been more. I'm like, nobody talks about this coin and it's doing the exact same that Ethereum is. Everybody loves Ethereum. And they're like, Ethereum's going to be number two. And I'm like, but Maker's sticking right with it. It's not. It's always been at least $60 more, if not even more than Ethereum. And I just, I just don't get it, dude. So what I do, guys, this is just me. Uh, every time a new digital coin pops up on Coinbase, I buy a hundred bucks. I sit on, I, I watch, see how it operates. I have about five coins that I have most of my, uh, my money in. I have it in, uh, I have it in obviously Bitcoin. I have Ethereum. I have Maker. I have Monero, and I do have XRP. And I know everybody hates it, and I understand why Tim hates it, but I own it because I do think that these people are going to try to pump it up to make it the coin that everybody wants to use. And I'm going to sit on it. And then if they do that, I'm going to sell it, not feel bad about it. I, 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 dude, if, if I spend a dollar a Bitcoin, I feel like a piece of shit. Dude, you let Ripple and XP, XRP just blow up. I'll sell it, not even think twice about it. But that is it. Um, guys, great episode. I hate to do this, but uh, great episode, man. I thought it was a great episode. Uh, another banger. Uh, we'll see how it goes. You guys heard what they said. I, I got to be honest with you, Chris, that thing you mentioned about the sport, the uh, the video game betting, I think that's a real good buy right there. And right I don't even now. know a lot about stocks yet, but I think what the future is, dude, I think you're going to see a lot of these sports, uh, these esports blowing up, dude. And I think you're going to start, I mean, especially with these, uh, the, the more traditional sports getting so political now, I could really see money being pulled out. Like the NFL, you got Deshaun Watson right now talking about he doesn't want to be on Houston because the owner isn't doing enough for social justice. And I'm like, have we ever heard that from a guy on a winning team? No, you're just using that because, you know, ESPN will run with it and they'll fucking force this guy to trade you. So I think that is re especially in Texas, dude, in Texas, you're saying that shit. I'm just, I think it's going to, esports are going to take off, dude. And to be able to be with the company that makes bets on it. I I'm going to look into that. I'm going to hit up Chris. Here, there's one other thing I wanted to add to that. Cause I, this was a fascinating stat. What was that ticker again? What was that ticker again? Chris? GMBL. GMBL. The interesting stat that jumped out at me is that 75% of these fans, I believe it is, they not only play the games, but they spend 51 <clears throat> minutes a day just watching them. And that Dude, concept is so Twitch is just that. Right. It's Via huge. Twitch. So right. it's like, this is a this is an idea that I'm actually gonna go look. And at. they're buying digital things within you know these realms that are only digital. And actually, the guy that patented a lot of this stuff was actually Max Kaiser, who you've had on a couple of times with this guy who you know started doing this stuff way back in the '90s with his uh, Hollywood Virtual Stock Exchange. But anyways, no, I really appreciate you guys having me on. It's an awesome show. Yeah, it's awesome. Great show, guys. This has been Cash Daddies. Evan, great job. 
Fucking Howie, great job. Chris, great job. Again, Tim, uh, where can they find you real quick? TheLibertyAdvisor.com for all the financial advisor stuff. Then you go to the right-hand corner, click on media, and it's all the uh, you know propaganda I'm putting out through different podcasts. Do a lot of stuff with World Alternative Media with Josh Segerson, a lot of financial economics, uh, geopolitics, and obviously you know blockchain as well. Get my dates. I'm going to be in uh, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, February and Phoenix, 18th. right? Phoenix will be in April, but I'll be in Raleigh on the 18th through the 20th at good uh, at good night. So come hang out, guys. I love you. T-shirts are getting made too, so I'm, we're gonna start getting that going. And uh, yeah, the Unabomber was right. You guys are the best. I appreciate you. Thank you, guys.